Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Patricia Karam with Mission Recruit. Welcome, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Mission Recruit. How are you serving folks? Yeah, of course. So I started Mission Recruit about two and a half years ago after giving birth to my third child. So at Mission Recruit, we are a recruiting services firm. So we have three primary pillars. First is foremost, best-in-class recruiting services for mid-size and Fortune 500 companies. Second is our mission to give back. So we partner with a local domestic violence shelter and human trafficking center to donate back for every placement we make. And then thirdly, to keep the human and HR through human design. So we're really excited about it. Um, So tell us about that last pillar. How did that come about? Yeah. And, you know, um, that's kind of our pivot pillar. If you think about 2020 and um, how we can change with the times historically, you know, with um, personality assessments, it's a long questionnaire. Um, And usually when people respond or answer the questions, people think of leaders in mind or what the company would want an employee. Um, So maybe consciously or unconsciously, um, people don't have the most authentic answers. And that's why I really like human design, especially with everyone working remotely. I feel like it's very important to keep the human in HR. So what human design is, it takes the Eastern and Western practices, principles, and science um, to create your unique human design profile. And there's five specific types, um, which I have a human design expert on team who leads these and we offer it through individualized PDFs, as well as workshops for team members. So it's really exciting. And then as as you mentioned, as a lot more organizations are going remote, to have this kind of congruent culture fit is so much more important, I would think, now. It's always been important, but now it's even harder when, you know, humans and humans aren't interacting face-to-face. It's all done remotely. You really have to be mindful about this. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And that's why I think it's so important because I I believe, I truly believe human design helps you professionally, but also personally to understand yourself and how you work with others and understanding everyone else's human design type, especially if you're a leader and if you're looking at your team, um, it'll help you as a leader figure out how to motivate team members specifically based on their design type. Now, can you talk a little bit about your backstory? How'd you get into this line of work? Yeah, well, um, I don't want to date myself, but um, when I graduated from university back in the 2000s, um, I remember the hottest trend was pharmaceutical sales. And I wanted so badly to be in pharmaceutical sales, but instead I got an internship with Intuit. 
which I'm so thankful for because I love the IT industry. Um, and so I started there and eventually I realized I wanted to be more, um, more interacting with humans. So I, um, I got into IT staffing and I worked everywhere from the largest IT staffing firm in the nation to the largest staffing firm globally to a small mom and pop shop. And I realized um, I saw what didn't work and what didn't work, what did and didn't work. And I just decided to create my, my own with the intention to give back also. So now um, what kind of drives you to have this kind of philanthropic uh, portion of your business? Like, why is that such a core part of the DNA of the firm and not just something that, okay, this is something I want to do on the side, but to actually incorporate it as part of the organization? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think it's, um, I think a lot of it has to do with being first generation here uh, in the States. My parents are from the Philippines. And so I saw what it, it looked like to um, not be as abundant when you first move over here. And, and they really worked hard to give us a really great life. And um, along the way, I've heard stories, um, friends who've been involved with domestic violence and human trafficking, it's huge in the Philippines. And so I thought if I, if I can create a company and be abundant with my company, why not give back? There's, there's no harm in that. So that's always been something important to me. So now, how has it been for you um, kind of creating this firm around, you know, one, around these kind of key core values to you and also just being an entrepreneur as, as opposed to coming from, like you said, you work for some of the largest companies on the, on, in the industry to now doing your own thing. And, uh, you know, that's a different kind of experience. Yeah, you know, it was really big for me to offer a more personalized solution when you're working for a company that's too big, which, you know, there are great, huge companies out there, of course, and a lot of huge companies are my clients, but I just wanted to give an individual approach, a more authentic approach where I could be myself and that would be okay. Um, And I also wanted the freedom to do, do anything I wanted in this role too. Um, So it's been a lot of fun for me. But how has it been from kind of when you're working for somebody else, you're kind of a cog in the machine, and then now you're running your own firm and you're deciding kind of what's what and um, where everything goes. So has that been a challenge or was this a smooth transition to working for yourself from working with a, a larger enterprise? You know, it's always a challenge. And, and when you go from having a great salary to doing it yourself, you know, that's a lot of investment and a lot of risk. And, you know, I definitely wasn't making as much as, as I was used to when I first started out. Um, but with great risk comes great reward. So I think it, I think overall it's been really great, but yeah, it was very hard, especially, um, I it was my second year, um, during the pandemic, but we were still able to be profitable, which I'm, I'm super thankful for, um, yeah. Now, do you have any advice for other kind of entrepreneurs that are thinking about making that leap from having a corporate job to going out on their own? Like what, what would be some advice around uh, recruiting team members to join you on this adventure? Yeah, I would say do it, you know, in the staffing industry, specifically you have a non-compete. So you have to make sure to abide by that non-compete, but I would say 
start while you can. Um, and when, when your company becomes more profitable and it's right financially, then turn in your notice. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't quit until, um, you're, you have something going financially. Now, recently your firm was, uh, recognized as one of the top 10 Asian American businesses. Um, how did that come about? Oh yeah. That, oh gosh. What an honor that was. Um, I, I have a client who, a client and a friend who's on the board and she nominated me. And um, when you're nominated, they go through a review, a review process. And I think because I was able to pivot and I was able to introduce human design um, and also philanthropy, I think that I was chosen to be one of the top 10, which is a huge honor, um, especially because the month that I received the award was the same month as um, the Filipino American History Month in the U.S. So it was very cool. Wow, that that was kind of uh, serendipitous. Now, talk about your decision to become a certified uh, women business enterprise. Has that helped you um, in your kind of in in finding new clients and um, kind of separating yourself from others? Yes, absolutely. Actually, this was another reason why I wanted to branch out on my own, because I realized companies, especially these huge Fortune 500 companies, have diverse spend. So this is also another recommendation if anyone's looking to start a company. If you're in any way diverse, minority, woman, um, veteran-owned, any type of diversity, you can obtain a certification. I would highly recommend it because of the diverse spend budget that companies have. So yes, I, I have been able to get in a couple of my clients specifically because of the certification. Now, who is the ideal client for you? What is the kind of the perfect fit for your firm? Oh, yeah, any and all. So usually we place high level IT professionals as well as executive level. Um, and I do some marketing and sales. So it could be anywhere from startup to midsize to Fortune 500 companies. Um, I welcome all clients. And then the pain they're having is they're just frustrated. I mean, in this kind of... Um job market is it's extremely challenging and it's hard to do it on your own so that's why you would kind of partner with mission recruit to help you fill those hard to fill roles absolutely not only that but we also screen for culture fit so you have some companies who want heads down and other companies who want someone who's collaborative and so we also help with not only the technical fit but also the cultural fit so that sounds a little different than some other recruiting firms. Yeah, you have some that just, um, for, for every opening, they would send 10 to 15 resumes. It's really, really our responsibility and core value to only send the top two to three candidates per opening because we want to save time for our clients. That's, that's the whole purpose. Now, if somebody wants to learn more about your firm or get a hold of you or somebody on the team, what is the website? Yes, it's missionrecruit.com and we're on all the socials and I would love to hear from anyone and everyone. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. Thank you, Lee. I so appreciate it. All right. Uh, This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 